Matthew, 13th chapter, the 19th verse. We have heard the parable of the sower and the seed sown out of several of the Gospels, but usually it is taught not out of Matthew, but it's usually taught out of the book of, I think it is, uh, Luke. No, it's Mark 4. Okay, I'm sorry. I knew it was Luke 4 or Mark 4. It's, it's Mark 4. It's usually taught out of Mark 4 because they go on ahead and teach uh, uh, Mark, uh, Mark mm. They go ahead and, and teach Mark 11.23 afterwards and go from Mark 4 on to Mark 11.23 and usually teach in that vein of thought. But what we're teaching tonight, what I'm going to show you tonight, is out of Matthew 13.19. And if you'll, if you'll get these, every gospel... Uh, every one of the four Gospels has a purpose. They have a, a, a purpose. They're not just put there to repeat one another. They are a, a, a different view of the Word of God, but they're the same view. They have the same outcome. In fact, they're, they're to add light one to another. Amen? They're not to, so as you can compare one to another, they're to add light on one another. Amen? and give you an understanding of the Word of God. Instead of giving you a biased view of it from one man, you've got it from several men, and therefore you get a, a, a clear picture of the Word of God, and not only the letter of the Word, but you get the spirit of the Word by getting it through three or four men. Because the Word says that out of the mouth of two or three witnesses will let a truth be established. So you find a truth established in the Gospels. Now, in Matthew, the 13th chapter, there is, there's something said when he's given the parable of the, of, of the, uh, of the sower and the word. There's something that's said that's not said in the rest of them. Amen? So I'm going to just share it with you briefly tonight. Now we know that it talks about the parables and he told them that they needed to, to hear this parable or they couldn't understand the rest of them. And then it goes on and talks about the, he, the people's hearts are waxed gross and their ears are dull of hearing. Then it goes on down and starts speaking and we will take up in about the 17th verse. For verily I say unto you that many prophets and righteous men have desired to see those things which you see and have not seen them. And to hear those things which you hear and have not heard them. Hear you therefore, ye therefore, the parable of the sower. Now in verse 19. And this is the very first part of it that I want you to catch that is a little bit different from Mark, the fourth chapter. And it says here in the 19th verse, When anyone, anyone now, listen to this, heareth the word of the kingdom and understandeth it not, then cometh the wicked one and catcheth away that which was sown in his heart. This is he which received See by the wayside, and he goes on ahead and tells the parable. But the thing I want you to catch first of all, to cover all the all the the seed that he's going to talk about here, he gives this par this part of the parable first in verse nineteen. He says, "When anyone that's lost are those that saved. That's anyone. That, I mean, that covers those that would follow him, those that had their ears dull, or those that were that were following him around, that were close to him, the disciples. And if if anyone, when anyone heareth the word of the kingdom and understandeth it not, then cometh the wicked one and catcheth away that which was sown in his heart. Now I'm going to share with you just a little bit tonight and show you how many people have the word stolen 
And, and you can get the Word and get the Word and get the Word, but if you don't get understanding of the Word with it, you're in trouble. You haven't gotten it. I'm going to show you why. Because I looked up the word understanding and I looked it up in the Greek. And I want to give you some of the meanings of understanding. Now this is what he's saying. And he's saying, because they don't have these things, because they don't do these things here that I'm fixing to show you tonight, that the word understanding means in the Greek. It means to understand it is to put together. Number one is to put together. Now the word in Isaiah 29 says that precept upon precept, line upon line, here a little, there a little, will I speak unto my people. So there's a lot of people that come in and hear this word and they hear this word of faith and they don't, they don't put it with another part of the word of God. They get up here and, oh, I want to believe for a Kelly, Brother John. I want to believe for a house, Brother John. Why? Amen, amen, and amen. And they get all carried away, but then on the very same thing, I'll preach the next day or the next day, and they'll decide to stay at home and not come out and get the Word of God, and I'll preach something about forgiveness, forgiving your brother, and they won't catch that. And yet, without the forgiveness, you can't receive from God. I'll preach something on double-mindedness. And the Word says a double-minded man can receive nothing from God. So because they did not put it together, they couldn't receive it. You understand? So the Word, the effectiveness of the Word was stolen from them. Amen? Just as sure. And you hear, oh, I know the Word. I know the Word. I know what the Word says about it. I know it. But yet I'm not receiving it. The reason many times is because they haven't got understanding. So precept upon precept, line upon line, he said in verse 29. He was talking about the end days when he had put his 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 uh, a word in their heart and when he would come inside to dwell on them. He said precept upon precept, precept upon precept, line upon line. He repeated because he meant precept upon another precept. Principle. A precept, by the way, is a principle. It's a principle. Just like there's of physical laws and physical principles. There's spiritual law and spiritual principles. So he said, spiritual principle upon spiritual principle will I speak unto my people. Line upon line, line upon line, here a little and there a little. So if you don't put it together, you can get the word stolen from you if you don't put it together. This doesn't mean no good to, to uh, give my tithe. And then, hey, my brother, what good would it do? I wouldn't receive nothing from my time. I mean, I could talk about it, pray over it, shout over it, jump over it. I mean, get happy over it. I can do anything in the world, but I would not receive because the Word of God tells me I cannot receive if I have unforgiveness in my heart. Or even if I let my brother have something against me and I don't get it straight now, I don't pray for him. So you see, don't think that it's just hearing the Word is enough. Don't think just getting the Word into you is enough. Don't think memorizing the words because the word can be stolen. That is what understanding means. One of the things it means is to put together. The next thing it means hallelujah is to stand with. To stand with what? To stand with the word. Some try to stand on what they hear. You know what I mean? They stand on hearsay. They stand on what somebody says. 
So therefore, you see, if they don't get this word down in them and it become alive to you, then the enemy can come and steal that word. He has every access and door to come in and steal that word. So the second thing then is to stand, to stand with, to stand with the word of God. That is the second meaning for understanding. So he's saying that if, 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 if the word is sown, if one man hears the word of the kingdom and stands not or puts together not, then, then cometh the wicked one to that one and takes that one. Okay? That's the second one. The third one, meaning for it, is approved. To understand is to prove. How that understanding is to approve. Now let me share with you, if you don't quite understand what that means, to approve. To approve is that you know in your heart that that is right and you don't just do it along with the crowd. You are approving the Word of God. Now I knew a man, I knew a young fellow that came and was in our fellowship and played guitar with us and was a beautiful young man of the Word of God. God has a beautiful plan for his life and still has a beautiful plan for his life. But months later, or several weeks later, he went off on a trip on a vacation, and he come back and said, and he never did come back. <laughs> he just never did come back. And he had stood up at this pulpit and had, had spoken tongues and led the singing, uh, while singing in tongues, and he had heard prosperity, had agreed with prosperity, said amen to prosperity as I taught it. Then, then, he sat in my house and said, I, I just don't believe we need to pray and sing in tongues. Well, you've been doing it, brother, for months. Yeah, but I don't really agree with you. I don't really think it's necessary. So you see, you see, you must approve of it. Don't just say this because it's I'm going along because the church is doing it. You've got to get to that place in your heart where you believe it's right for you to pray and speak. Believe it's right for you to sing in tongues. Amen. Believe now you're gonna have to put your flesh down. Your flesh is gonna tell you no it ain't. But if you keep on and don't believe it, you're being hypocritical to do it. Just Get down and say, I can't take it. Or stand back around the corner. We won't bother you. We'll understand. Amen. Okay? That's approving. Hallelujah. So in other words, if you don't approve and you're doing something out of the Word, but you don't really believe that that's what that Word means. Same way with prosperity. He said, I just never did. could quite go along with all of your prosperity teaching. Or with, you know, the way you kept teaching prosperity. Don't believe that's necessary. You don't believe it's necessary? You, fine. No problem. But don't tell me. I, I can't ask some of it. You know, I won't. Eat. I believe it's all right for me. If you can't have it, great. But see, approve of it. Get to that place where you know, you're going to put your flesh down to do it, but you're going to have to get to that place sooner or later. But don't be hypocritical about it. Amen? And if it's taking you a while, that's okay. I don't mean you can't learn. You're going to have to grow. You don't understand what I'm saying? But I'm saying approve. You, you don't, don't, don't. In other words, stick with it and believe it. Amen? Now go to the next one. So it says, He that doesn't approve then, and, and the word is sown in him, the evil one will come and take it away. The next is to travel in company with. So to understand is to travel, understand it is to travel in company with. In other words, don't stop, keep moving. Some of you get on the word of God and get a little something and get a little need met, some of us do. 
And we won't stop right there. You know what I mean? Buddy, this thing's a stopping game. We've got to keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Because if you... Oh, I got me enough where I got my need, man. Oh, bless me, bless me, Lord. I've been blessed. I've got it now. Ain't no need to be coming here, you. You're just preaching the same thing I already know. Bless God, that's it. Woo! Glory. Stop. Guess what? You're going to get run over like a locomotive like that. Amen? You can't stop. So in other words, to travel in company with the Word of God. I mean the Word of God if you don't travel in company. See, he says this man got the Word when one heareth the Word of the kingdom and doesn't travel in company with it. We're substituting that for understanding that not. Travel not in company with it. Don't keep it going in his life. Don't it abide in you and my words abide in you. You abide in me and my words abide in you. It's continually abiding and going and coming in you. If it's not doing that, then it's a very good chance that you're not understanding the Word of God. If you're not used in the Word of God, speaking it on, see? Taking it in and speaking it on and moving on in the Word of God. If you just stopped and stood still, that's what this man done here, see, in the 19th verse. Stop, stood still. Then cometh the wicked one and catcheth away that dead son. See, he can't catch it away if he's moving now. You understand? Can't catch it away. So moving in company with. And the next one is to consider. Consider, understanding. Now, I looked this up in the Greek concordance. It is consider is the next word for understanding. So, in other words, if you don't, what is consider? It's meditate. Meditate. Psalm 1 1. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, or says in the seat of a scornful man, or stand in the way of sinners, or says in the seat of a scornful man. But the law of the Lord is that man's delight, and in that law he meditates. Day and night, and he shall be like trees planted by the rivers of water, whose leaves shall not wither, and he shall bear fruit, and he shall prosper in everything he touches his hand to do. Amen? <laughs> now that's Psalm 1, 1 through 3 there. That's more than one verse. That's a couple there. Amen? So in other words, you need to meditate on the Word of God. So it's saying here, we'll substitute. When anyone heareth the Word of the kingdom and meditate on it not, then cometh the wicked one and catcheth away that which was sown in his heart. So you've got to meditate on the Word of God to keep the evil one from coming and stealing it away from you. Now let's go to another one. Agreement. If any two of you will agree as touching anything, you need to agree on the Word of God. You need to agree with your brother and say, you need to agree with us. You need to have somebody around with you. You need to get an agreement with your wife and husband. Too many are taking one thing and their husband's taking another thing or somebody's taking another and they've got no agreement on the Word of God. And the enemy comes in and steals the Word from them. Because, well, you know, if there's no one to encourage them, there's no one to uphold them, there's no one to lift them up, and they go off by themselves and they're an island unto themselves. And the first thing you know, sometimes they do it themselves. They pull themselves away from other people and they don't get to other people in a great one. And suddenly they got nothing. Then they come crying, Oh my God, what happened to me? Well, bless God. Where, where, where were you at when we could have helped you, see? Where were you at when your brothers and sisters could have agreed with you and stood with you and stood strong with you and stopped you from being having the words stolen out of your heart? You see what I'm saying? Why can't I get my defense? Does God love someone else more than me? No, He sure doesn't. He sure doesn't. That you are no different from us. Or anybody else, you're going to have to get in the Word of God. You're going to have to do what the Word of God says. And you're going to have to get this understanding of the Word of God. Okay, so then, he that doth not in agreement, 19, verse there, 
when anyone heareth the word of the kingdom and doth not get his, his brother and agreed, uh, uh, and sisters to agree with him and get in agreement with him, then cometh the wicked one and catches away that which was sown in his heart. Amen? Now go to the next one. Addition. Oh boy. <laughs> we know that one, don't we? Addition is the next one. Addition is adding on. He said, To he that hath, more will be given. To he that hath, not even that which he hath. Mark, mark for it shall be taken by me. So in a little while, if you don't add some word with that word, guess what's going to happen? Well, I got me a word. Mark eleven twenty three. Brother Hagin stood on that. Yeah, but Brother Hagin had about four hundred other words to go with it, didn't he? Buzzy. He knew about every other faith word in the Bible. He didn't only have Mark eleven twenty three. Just cause he quoted it a lot, that wasn't the only scripture he had, honey. You call him and ask him. Say, brother, Hagin, how many words did you have? Was Mark eleven twenty three all you knew about faith? He'd say, oh, blah 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 blah, blah. and he'd quote you off about twenty or thirty or forty or fifty scriptures right quick. And you'd find out right quick, honey, he had it added on to that word. So you've got to add on to that word. So we see again in verse nineteen here, Matthew thirteen nineteen, when anyone heareth the word of the kingdom. And addeth not on to it, then cometh the wicked one and catcheth away that which was sown. Uh-oh. <laughs> Hallelujah. I learned something from this. I don't know about y'all. Now the next one is to sin. To sin. To sin. Give and it shall be given unto you. That's not just money, honey. That's anything you give. For that which you was that which you sow, a man will reap. Whether it's good or bad. So give. Send it forth. When you get some of that work, send it forth. Give it to somebody else. Teach somebody else. Help someone else. Apply healing. You've been healed. That Word of God's working in your life and you're walking in divine health. Go lay hands on somebody else. Get somebody else healed. Teach them to walk in divine health. Send it forth. Don't just hog it to yourself. I know too many greedy Christians are sitting on it. You know what I mean? And the first thing you know, they lose it. They're out again. You know what I mean? And I mean, they, they've been big faith people. Laid hands on people. Then suddenly they come and say, Why well, used to have a big ministry, Brother John? Big deal. Don't tell me your, your woes. Amen. You could still have a big ministry. Could still have a tough ministry. You know what I mean? Hallelujah. So we read again then. When anyone heareth the word of the kingdom and giveth it not away or shareth it not, then cometh the wicked one and catcheth away that which was sown. Woo, got just two more here. The next one, sounding alike. Sounding alike what? Alike the Word. Understanding. Sounding alike. You need to get to where you sound like the Word of God. That means speak it forth. You need to sound like the Word sounds. Bless God. Here comes a, a sickness and you hear over the tummy. Oh, everybody gets sick to tummy. And you don't go for that. But you sound like the Word of God. You don't share that little thing in the supermarket when they're complaining how everyone's catching. Oh, ain't you catching a cold? Oh, no. By His stripes uh, I am healed. No uh, weapon formed against me shall prosper. Every good and perfect gift come down from God the Father of life. And colds and sickness is not one of them. Hallelujah. So you begin to sound like the Word. Amen. Hallelujah. So we read again. When anyone heareth the Word. See, the Word says that you'll be satisfied by the fruits of your lips. What's your lips say? It says your belly shall be satisfied by the fruit of your lips. Amen. 
When anyone heareth, now we're going to read this in 19 and add that in When anyone heareth the word of the kingdom, and what? And soundeth not like it, or speaketh not according to it, then cometh the wicked one and catches away that which was sown in his heart. Amen. You understand what I'm saying? Because he began to speak along with the wicked one and speak words of agreement with the wicked one, and the wicked one came and got the word that was opposite to that. So what you were speaking or the devil was speaking. And when you get in agreement with the devil and speak his words, you're in agreement with him, and he can come and take any of this word away from you. It's stolen. Okay? Praise God. Now the last one. Hallelujah. Completeness. The word of God says we're made complete in him. We are the righteousness of God in Christ. We sit in heavenly places. We are seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. So know your righteousness. Ye are complete in him. That's the next thing. Too many people, they get this word and they don't know they're right standing with God. They don't know the devil's got no right to steal it. They don't know that the enemy has no right to stop it from coming to pass. They don't know that it's there. They don't believe that it's there. And the enemy comes and steals it. Now let's add that in there. When anyone heareth the word of the kingdom and believes he's not righteous, then cometh the wicked one or knoweth not his righteousness. Then cometh the wicked one and catcheth away that which was sown in his heart. Because the wicked one's going to make you see something you done wrong during the day. And he's going to say, you ain't got no right to have that. Why you ain't got no right to have that? Look at you, you old meanie. And you won't receive it. You didn't, you didn't do such and such and such and such and such and such. But see, you're the righteousness of God in Christ. Amen. Now we've got two scriptures to go through and we'll close. How do you get understanding? Go to Proverbs 9, 4. Proverbs 9, 4. How do you get understanding? Proverbs 9, verse 4. Hallelujah. It's talking about understanding here. Wisdom. And it says, Whoso is simple, let him turn hither. Let's just read all that. Wisdom in verse 1. Wisdom has built her house. She has hewn out of her seven pillows. She has killed her bees. She has mingled her wine. She hath also furnished her table. He says she has done all the things that's necessary. Wisdom has, has taken care of the offering, taken care of the sacrifice. Wisdom has done that. She has sent forth her maidens. She crieth upon the highest places of the city. Whoso is simple, let him turn in hither. As for him that wanteth understanding, she saith to him, Come, eat of my bread, drink of the wine which I mingled. Forsake the foolish and live, and go in the way. He that reproveth a scorn, a scornful, scorner, getteth to himself shame. And he that rebuketh the wicked man, getteth himself a blot. Reprove not a scorner, lest he hate thee. Rebuke a wise man, and he will love thee. Give instruction to a wise man, and he will yet wiser teach a just man, and he will increase in learning. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the holy is understanding. Hallelujah. So understand the Understand the things of God and the holiness of Jesus. And it's understanding for you. Stay away from the one in the world who thinks he's wise and get around those who are willing to be foolish for God. Those who are willing to speak in tongues, if it's not popular, speak in tongues. Those who are willing to, to 
go on. It doesn't make any difference what the other churches say around them or the religious leaders say. It doesn't make any difference. And folks, it doesn't make any difference what anybody says. I love them all anyway. Amen. There's people that told people, you ought not to go to his church. You better come to our church. You better get out of that church. I'm not competing with nobody. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, 2 Timothy 2 7, and we'll close. 2 Timothy 2 verse 7. How to get that understanding that we're talking about. How to get all these things that we give you up here and we told you. 2 Timothy 2 7. 2 Timothy. I'm in 1 Timothy. <laughs> Hallelujah. Consider. Start with verse 5. Well, let's just go up just a little further to verse 4. No man that warreth entangles himself with the affairs of this life that he may please him who hath chosen him to be a soldier. That don't mean you don't get involved in vote and things like that. There's been a lot of people claim that. It means you don't get a tangle with the affairs. You believe God for the affairs. You don't get yourself tangled up to where you can't walk with God. You can't do the things God calls you. If a man also strive for masteries, yet he is not crowned except he strive lawfully. It means you're going to strive according to the word of God and the laws of the land. The husbandman that laboreth must first partake of the trail. In other words, if you're going to teach it to someone and you're going to help someone else with it, you're going to have to first walk in it. You understand what I'm saying? You're going to have to walk. That's why I told the people here the other day about worship. Ain't no use of trying to say, well, we're not getting into worship. I know that we don't have the kind of worship services I want to have here. I know that. I know that. I'm not dummy. I know that. But bless God, each one of us is going to have to quit worrying about what the other one does and worship God and worship God and worship God and they'll either come in or bless God, they'll get uncomfortable and leave one or the other. They're going to start worshiping God sooner or later. You can't be around people that's having such a good time and not want to get in on it. Now they might be hesitant at first, but they'll eventually get in on it. We'll quit worrying about how, you know, how much we get in what just worship the way the Lord leads us. Go on something else. Amen. Just just go on with it. Just love him and be open to him. That's the main thing. Look in verse seven. Consider what I say. And the Lord give thee understanding. In what? All things. In all things. So we're going to have to Follow after God. Learn of the Lord. Strive for that mastery, but most of all, know that we're going to have to walk in it. Amen? We can't teach anybody the we're taught. So let's walk in it in our lives. Amen? Hallelujah. I don't know, but that was teaching tonight. And I enjoyed that myself. That's teaching. So get to the word and hear the word and hear the word. But we're going to understand us. We're going to apply understanding to that, what we've got. So as the enemy can't come and steal the word as soon as that word is planted in our heart. Amen? He can't come and just take it away from us out of our See, this was talking about a word that was in the heart. It wasn't talking about one just in the head. Remember, it says it was planted in that man's heart. That word had got into the heart, but that was as far as the man done with it. He didn't do nothing else. And he said, well, I got it in my heart. It ought to come to pass. But it don't come to pass. Amen. And that's the reason some of the things I talked to you about tonight. 
Nilian Reina Saroma Hayan de la Macasein de la Mostaha. Hallelujah. 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 Father, I thank you for my brother tonight. And I thank you that as I touch him, all the things uh, uh, that has worried that he's been troubled about, all the things that the enemy has tried to come at him about, the things that needs in the family, the needs in that loved one of his, I thank you that in the name of Jesus Christ it's done tonight. And, and, and I thank you, Father, that you said, Lord Jesus, peace I give unto you, my peace I leave with you, not as the world giveth, give unto you, let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. And I speak that peace on him in the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. That that you need strengthened before the week is out is going to be strengthened. That need that's there, that need that needs to be met in your family is going to be met before the, the week is out. You're going to see the way. You're going to see the light on that before the week is out. And that one that one that you've been concerned about, you're going to get a peace and a rest about that one. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> There is that in one that's a spiritual leader, Miss Baggett, that you've been praying about and you've been believing God about. You're fixing to see some answers to those things you prayed about that one about. And you've prayed about a loved one of somebody's and you've prayed for them and you 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 stood up. You stood in the gap for them. You stood in the gap for many where mothers and daddies were not saved and didn't know how to stand in the gap. You stood in the gap. So somebody's been standing in the gap for you, for one of yours. And you're going to see a change in that one's life. Oh, they profess the Lord, but they've not they've not showed the power that needs to be shown. They've not shown the initiative and the care and the really love for the Lord. But they're going to. You're going to see that. I'm just going to be praying, and whatever the Lord shows me. It's going to be necessary. In fact, it's not going to be necessary. It's going to be good for you to do that. God is going to be prepared for you to go somewhere and visit some 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 loved ones that that you, you, they need you right at the time. And God's going to show you the right time. You're not going to get upset about you just going to wait till till the right time. There's nothing that, that they're hurt or nothing. It's just that, that they need some encouragement. And also y'all need a little time. And God's going to use that to just to strengthen y'all, to strengthen you because now, Satan's been putting, uh, trying to put some strains on you because of the, the loads you've been under, the believing, the things you've been standing for, and the others you've been standing with, and, the, and the, just, just, the, just the load of it. There's been quite a bit of load on you, it's all total. And God 
wants y'all to have that little rest. So then it's not going to be long, just a few months away. Probably, at the, and he's going to prepare everything and have it ready for you. He's going to show you where to go. Y'all are going to wonder this time where you're going to go. You get that, God's going to show you. He's going to show you exactly. And he's going to show you at least a month ahead of time exactly where you're going to go. And it's, it's where somebody that you know is at, and, and, and you're going to minister life to them. Amen? Amen. Praise God. But you might go someplace else too. That don't mean you're cutting out your other vacations, but that means that this you're going to stop by at least this these people's house. I, I think of some loved ones. Do y'all have some kinfolk away? Okay. <laughs> but this is one in particular though that's very close that 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 uh, that you need to that that's going to need your need your ministering. Then this not on the coast Little one saith God, your faithfulness, though small you may be, your willingness to learn and to learn of my ways, little one, has caused me to be able to add wisdom to you in all areas. And the wisdom will abound more and more in your schoolwork and in everything you set your hands to do that concerns the using of your mind. And my little one saith God, I'm going to cause you, saith God, because you've been willing even to learn of me and my ways, I'm going to cause you to be so much smart, smarter and smarter and wiser in the things, saith God, of work and in the things of education. And little ones, I'll bless you even beyond your expectations. It'll not be a labor but it'll be easy and come easy and natural. Say it for Lord thy God. Mis na rono kostine la mandaya na rosta and ele neswa unga koshala. Mis voto tis na ha. Ni shina kosare. Ni shonda kostara makasare nina. Ni roto siliandres na ondalandasha. No la makasnina. So many things. And so many things in several saith God that has been set back on a shelf that you'll pull back off the shelf now and I'll bring them to your remembrance. And all, there'll be things that will edify you and it's that thing that I told you, saith God, that would come to pass that has not come to pass but in the next few months look out for it's coming to pass. And that thing that was spoke over you that was not edifying, it has been done away with. It cannot and will not come to pass. But that saith God that will lift up, that that will strengthen you, that that will guide and help you to have a better understanding, that has begun to develop. Not only in you, but the one that will stand by your side. And so it will be. And it is, saith the Lord. One day, it's not there, and the next day it is, say God. One day, this is not there, and the next day it is. And one day, this is not, and the next day it is. And as I've told you before, when it starts coming, 
It'll come quickly. It'll come fast. And I've moved a couple things ahead of time for you, saith God. I've moved things ahead, saith God. If I'd do it for the king, Hezekiah, would I surely do it for you, saith God. If I would cause time to be moved just a little bit and things that were in the future to be brought closer, faster, concerning all of yours, then I could do it, and it will be done. For there's a great thing that's fixing to happen before three years has passed, and way before that, I intend for everything to be right. I intend for your prayers to be answered. I don't intend for you to have a slate that's full of unanswered prayers. And so shall it be, saith the Lord thy God. Nina Kalamut Noshna and the Mandila, thirty the book, die under the Misna under the Tosia, the high set under Cassateria in the Yastamahai. I will never have one of my men to lose favor, but to gain favor. I never have one of my men to lose blessings or to take lesser blessings, but they'll have more blessings. And I don't care what it looks like or I don't care what it sounds like. I will not. See a blessing diminished, but a blessing increased, saith the Lord thy God. Amen. Hallelujah. Mushnin in the Mokasna. Nain the Rostari, Trin Das Ro, but Daish Nikidi Mahal Sanda Hikana, your Torres Day. Ye the Bisna Handelabusna Kimihasa. Then one saith, God, your heart is pure. Oh, and little one saith, God, the things that you've prayed for and stood for. The things, and you thought, well, I don't know all the fine words that, that they talk about, and I, I don't know how to do this and this. But little one, all you have to know to do is pray and ask me in your own sweet way. And I answer, say God. So little one, little one, I've answered the cry of your heart and will continue to answer it. For I love you. There's just one thing in, in, in particular. There's there's one thing that you you cried out to him about. I don't know how many times you cried out and talked to him about it. And not really in a way of just talking to him, but you just sort of thought it and thought, well, you know, you you just like that and you just and, and he, he knows your desire of your heart and he's gonna meet it. Amen. Hallelujah. And and it's 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 been really two areas. One concerning somebody in, in your life. So I, I I don't know who it is. I think it's a it's a, a woman that you that you I don't I don't I don't really I don't really see the whole picture, but I do see that there's a there's somebody there that you've prayed for and you care about, and you they they just just something that that they've not been able to 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 share the love, and 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 you're gonna you're gonna really be able to touch and, and, and that you're gonna be able to touch that one. But then also there's something in your in your life, just something in your in your in your friends with others, just something that you would like to see done in your life personally, and it's gonna to come to pass. Hallelujah. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, Little one, I've known 
if by the word and faith you'd get the door just a little bit open, oh, I could see that it was open the rest of the way. And little one, because you're beginning to learn and you've learned so many things about me that you didn't know that you'd even learned. But you've learned them and got them down in your heart. And once again, that old hunger is stirring up in you. The hunger for all of my word and to learn more and more about me. And it's no coincidence, saith God, that at the same time, you got your foot in the door. And nothing can stop it now, saith God. Now the door will swing open, saith God. And surely, saith God, you can't count the blessings because you've learned not to be moved and you've learned... It even surprises you, saith God, if you'll think back. You've learned not to be moved by what you see or what you don't see. And that's just happened in the last few months, saith God. In fact, not, not very long has it been that way. But you notice it doesn't bother you. Therefore, saith God, Watch how the door can swing open and the enemy can no longer steal just at the time the blessings are fixed to be poured out. But out they'll come, saith the Lord. Out they'll come, saith God. The little one saith the Lord. Know this, saith God. There are those things that I told you that would become very important to you. But oh, my little one, saith God. Even though, saith God, you didn't quite understand it. The word that has been spoken to you 